your your uh, throat clear is sort of like our version of the trumpet. Do you know when 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 like the army arrives and it goes? Doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, it kind of prompts you. Yeah, yours is. <clears throat> it does, yeah. <clears throat> Doo -doo -doo -doo. It becomes a musical. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Otis just decided to come over here just as soon as the show started. He was yeah, to what's up totally that? chilling somewhere else, and then you hit the music, and he just walks right over and looks at me. Was it the trumpet? It might have been the trumpet noise. He thought, he's like, hey, that's out of the ordinary. Maybe yeah. there's food over there. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he's thinking. Like, he just bet on food. He's like, anytime something goes out of the ordinary, it's like, it might mean food. So I yeah. better just hedge my bets just in case. Yeah. My dog does the same thing, man. Anyway, CES is going on in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. I've uh, been there many, many years. Obviously not this year. Some people are there. It's kind of like a diminish from an attendance standpoint but a lot of big brands are there and people you know they had plans in advance of this thing to launch and and show off new technologies and such and so we're going to talk about some of it remotely i saw some cool things i was i was floating i was breezing around on social media over there i was on twitter for a minute or two hmm. and i saw some things going down really like what but but here was here's the thing about it yeah. I was shouting at you a couple of those things and you're like, nope, I already got it. It's 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 part of the show already. So I feel like you uh anything I saw that was interesting, you have now added to the list of tabs. Sure. So let's see how you want to kick it off. Number one, Lenovo's leaked 17-inch ThinkBook Plus with unique built-in tablet now runs Windows 11. Okay, I did see this one. Mm. I saw this image. What a crazy, strange image. You're talking about a very wide 17-inch laptop and an, a huge, it looks like it's, it's like an iPad mini over there on the side. Uh -huh. It's got a huge tablet display right beside the keyboard, so it's asymmetrical. So the keyboard is off to the left where the trackpad is. And where you may typically have something like a number pad on such a big uh, format laptop, instead here we have a tablet touch input with a pen for all those nice little edits and brushing around. This is a good idea. You think so? Well, I'm in the Photoshop here and there. Sure, yeah. And sometimes I want to get my Zoom going. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like a pen input could be a nice little touch mm -hmm. for precision. Yeah, I totally agree. I You're a guy. I I'm in the uh, world. I'm excited to maybe draw on this too. So you're drawing on it. Yeah. Yeah, because you, remember, you used to be an artist. Used to be. Yeah, that's right. You're retired. <laughs> You're currently in retirement. I just dabble now. so I don't know. Post a drawing on Twitter, and then I'll call you an artist Okay, again. sure. Yeah. You got to post I'll a, sell it as an NFT. NFT, you need one piece of art. Here, here. This is these are the parameters of okay. artistry, right? Yeah. It's one piece of art, minimum, hmm. every month. That's tough. Is it? Maybe with this, I can. Uh, there you go. Okay, you're gonna up, you're gonna it. up your productivity. I mean, it's so hard because you're sitting there saying the word art, and you're like, "Well, man, I don't know. Can't make a movie in a month. <laughs> that's that's art." I did. I, guess I, so, yeah. I did watch that uh, Boba Fett book. <laughs> what? The Star Wars thing. Boba Fett. Boba. <laughs> oh. 
Like, you talking about bubble You're tea? You get a lot of people mad. What do you want to call yeah, it? Yeah, it's Boba Fett. Yeah, you want to go get some bubble tea? <laughs> you want to go get some bubble tea? <laughs> Did you watch it? It's good? Uh, you recommend it or what? I don't know. Not, nothing really happened. Oh, okay. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, he like... I'm, I'm Is not it priming for the next I'm season? I'm not trying to spoil it or anything. Okay. I'm not trying to spoil your Boba. All right. Are you sure you watched the right one, though? I don't know. It was only one episode <laughs> out. I think I watched it. My kids are into it, man. They they watched the whole Mandalorian thing. Okay, yeah. And so they turned it on. It's a lot of flashbacks, and I, this is not. I I'm see. not spoiling anything. It's a lot of flashbacks and setting the stage. But I'm I'm curious where they're gonna take it. I'm not trying to spoil anything. Yeah. But you know, let's well, just make sure it's the right name. What's it's, that? It's Boba. <laughs> Boba, yeah, no, 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 it, yeah, but you, I mean, the, here's the thing, it hasn't, that word has another meaning. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's not made out of bubble tea or something. So, so what happened was, me and the kids were doing this joke, we were like, we were just goofing around with the name. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I hear you. And so, but, I don't know, I think, I think people, does anyone in the, in the actual show say that name ever? No, that he has a different name. Yeah. He has a real name. What's his name in the show? I can't remember now. They call him something else, I think. A real name. I like how we're inside of a fictional world looking for a real name. Like, they don't call him that, right? They call him... Um, Codename Alpha? Uh, I feel like he's got some other name, but maybe they just don't say it. Or maybe we completely suck as far as fandom is concerned. I yeah, I think it's a letter. Get Google to pronounce it right now. I want to hear Google's Google Guga. I want to hear see hear Guga say Boba. Hold on here. Here we go. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> do not, do not mess with Boba Fett. Is that what he sounds like? No. Oh, okay. To me, he's Bob. <laughs> He's Bob Fett. <laughs> Bob Fetty Wap. <laughs> hey, man. Jeez. Anyway, this laptop. We haven't done this in a while. This show. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How do we get there? Yes. <laughs> this laptop is cool and it kind of serves, it has served its purpose as far as, you know, it's obviously a segment which everything's been thought of in laptops. Like, they've done it all. Yeah. And they keep trying to figure out ways to enhance what the laptop is or can be. And we still have them and we still use them. And maybe we use them, at least around here, more than ever before. They've gotten so powerful that they've practically replaced all desktop setups in this entire office. Mm -hmm. Laptops, I should say. And so the question is, how do you take all this horsepower and, and make it more useful as a tool and so here is one way of doing so is you put put a tablet in it touch screen we've had uh the touch bar we've had other versions we've had where the trackpad can be a touch screen there's been so many attempts at adding touch uh, obviously the screen itself flipping and flapping displays would it be cool convertibles if, maybe if you could take out the tablet no, because then it. we've got mechanisms, yeah, mechanical components, things to break and so forth. No, I just think the way they showed it off with the Photoshop, the pen's a bit small. 
but I presume it fits in the body. The entire laptop looks very thin. Uh, do they, they don't say the size and weight. They say that the, the tablet portion is, is eight inches measured diagonally. Uh, two USB-C ports, two more, a full-size HDMI headphone jack, tuned speakers by Harman Kadron. <laughs> well, get these guys a break, man. Get it together. Harman Kadroni. <laughs> <laughs> Come Car after you. Cardin, it's a it's a typo. An active stylus and what looks to be a power button. We can't di dive divert anymore on this show. We have <laughs> no. to stay on track because that entire first moment there, yeah, was a complete <laughs> disaster. Today's sponsor, HelloFresh. Take the stress out of meal time with America's most popular meal kit. I've talked about it in the past. Just how convenient this is especially when you're trying to get that good meal in, not that fast food type meal. And man, it's something about home cooking, doing it yourself, seeing the ingredients without the intimidation of guesswork. Like, oh, maybe this is going to taste good. It's so much to choose from. I mean, some of them I didn't even see before. Look at that shrimp and poblano corn chowder. Delicious. On, on a cold day with Old Bay toast. How about some pecan crusted chicken or some melty Monterey Jack burgers. Honestly, one of the cool things here is sometimes you'll end up trying some ingredients that you wouldn't typically buy or use. So it keeps things fresh because it's hello fresh. The new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you. Whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. Go to hellofresh.com slash lulater16 and use the code lulater16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's hellofresh.com slash lulater16 and use the code LULATER16 for up to 16 free meals. Thank you to HelloFresh. We're also sponsored by DoorDash in case... You've done all the home cooking you want to do and you need something quickly. Or maybe everybody enjoyed that meal so much that you needed more. Or people are so specific that each person wants to order exactly what they want. That's like it's like my kids in my house. I mean, I don't let them get away with it all the time. Mm -hmm. But in the past, uh, you know, a special treat or something, you could you could order from more than one place. You'd be like, get I want this from over there mm -hmm. and I want a little dessert from over there. Yes. Or I'm, I'm going to need a burger and I'm going to need some pizza type of situation. I'm talking those 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 very unusual circles. Most of the time I would tell them, no, we're going to order from one place. Enough is enough. Yeah. Anyway, every everything's on DoorDash. It's really, you know, the other day I was checking it out and I was actually ordering from uh, some batteries and some things I needed real quick. It was right around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. You can get, you can get, I mean, whatever you want to get, man. Get it over on DoorDash. It's pizza. It's pitas. It's all your, your, uh, your favorites that you're aware of. And then you also get introduced to new restaurants. And the restaurants, by the way, they need you right now. Mm -hmm. They need you right now. So get on there, order something up, have a time. DoorDash. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, 
and enter code LULATER2021. That's 25% off and up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LULATER2021. Thank you to DoorDash. Yeah. Okay, next up. Ooh, that's a pretty looking 97-inch OLED from LG. So moving forward, it's just going to be all displays. We're going to have display talk. No, it's not. I know we yeah. have the color-changing car in there somewhere. I know with CES, they always present oh, right. displays. Everyone True, has yeah. a display. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. With LG, they announced a 97-inch TV. You're getting us back on track here, Will. Yeah. getting the, Putting the specs in there. LG um, OLED is absolutely beautiful stuff. One of the difficulties with OLED has been uh, super large format stuff at a reasonable price mm -hmm. because of yield. They're hard to make. And so this is a wonderful OLED that we have here on set. Uh, it's 88 inches. Yes. But costs a billion dollars. And that's 8K. And that's 8K, which is mm -hmm. important to note. But... It looks tiny on the screen, but like in real life, it's actually very oh, large. Oh, because of the lens yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's a huge screen. It's 88 inches. But the fact that um, this 97-inch, uh, it looks like it can be mounted on the wall. It's mm. supposed to be, mm. which means that it's supposed to be super light. I might get me one of those. You should. I might get yeah. me one of those. You definitely should. Uh, let's see what it says here. Did they say anything about price? Uh, 97 inches. Okay, this is their 2022 lineup. So they got 97 all the way down to 42. Fifth generation A9 processor, higher brightness OLED Evo panel. Um, premium to, uh, priced above 1500. Oh, that's all they're going to tell us. Okay. Mm -hmm. right. And they're so they're lighter weight, very thin, an easier, less stressful unboxing and mounting experience. Wow, that's an interesting angle uh -huh. to, to really play up. Because it's not like people are buying TVs that frequently, but maybe that's what they're trying to say is like, hey, upgrade. It's not a big deal. You can mount it. It's lightweight. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and get yourself an OLED Evo. Yeah. And they presented, you know, their other series, the G series, C series, all that stuff. I mean, they had the new, um, the gallery one with mm -hmm. the frame. Mm -hmm. um, Asus also has their display and it's the first uh 42 inch oled 4k monitor gaming monitor yes look at the stand you just know it's gaming <laughs> yeah exactly you get a um, stand you get an aggressive stand like that and you're gaming and it looks nice no like no, super I, 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 slim bezels are those speakers on it that's what i thought i don't think they say in this article here let's see what but they, they do, do look like speaker grills 42 inches is a really uh big Gaming monitor, mm -hmm. by the way. So you got to be down for something like that in the first place. Uh, oh, so this is 48. Never mind 42. Yeah. They got up to 48. But in their code, it says 42, which is confusing. Mm, they, mix, they mix that up. It's another typo. The, everyone's look up there because up there it's PG 48. Yeah, everyone's just uh, everyone's just jamming it out yeah. in the you know in the like press CES, room or the hotel room tired. at CES. Yeah, no, I get it. Fully acceptable. It's all right. Yeah. We can figure it out. So, forty-eight inch model, four K, thirty-eight forty twenty-one sixty million one contrast, lightning fast, point one millisecond response, one twenty hertz refresh, which for a forty-eight inch is good. Ten bit color, 
98% coverage of DCI-P3, HDR10, HDMI 2.1, and then two 2.0 ports, DisplayPort. It's got everything that you yeah, want. Yeah, you're, you're well-equipped if it, you buy this. It doesn't mention whether those are speakers or not. That would be cool if it's stereo speakers, considering this is big enough to also be your TV, mm -hmm. that you would probably want to have that in there. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. A lot of gamers still choose smaller displays, but probably the sweet spot here is if you need a display that's going to do everything in your room, be your gaming display, also be your content consumption display. You want to sit back a little further from it then 48 inches is kind of a nice middle ground for that. Mm -hmm. I did see this one. Yeah, the Odyssey Arc by Samsung. And um, they, I, I've been trying to find good uh, images for it. I think this guy seems to have good images. Tim Schofield. Shout out, Tim. Um, on Twitter. <laughs> He's just on it. He's just such a weird angle. Um, it can go vertical by the way. It's kind of like a security room, security cam. You know how you would be monitoring yeah, the security yeah. cameras? For some reason, it has that feel to me where it curves sort of above your head and, it, and everything is vertical. It's a real up and down thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, ultimately, this is, it, it's like their landscape version just flipped up and slightly less slender. Yeah. So that you, ha you can have essentially three typical aspect ratios stacked on top of each other as if you had a triple monitor set up, but vertically instead of horizontally. Yeah, the fact that it's curved, but also the aspect ratio is not that, it's like it's not super long. Thin, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it doesn't have to get tremendously tall. I mean, it's definitely tall. You're cranking your neck for that top screen, mm -hmm. but maybe, you know, for those of us that like to have a lot of content being displayed, you could have the less relevant stuff stuff up at the top there. It's a 55 inch 4K resolution, 16 by nine. And I guess the target here is multitasking, possibly streaming. And you can imagine people are gonna stack two of these beside each other. Mm -hmm. So then you're gonna have like the uh, effectively six or maybe three of them beside each other. People get crazy. Super immersive. And so is this gonna be, by the way, is this gonna have a pivot on it so you could use it as well in a typical landscape orientation or no oh yeah of course so so it yeah, spins yeah. right yes so that's what it looks like i think the angle kind oh, of that's shows a really that it weird, looks like a that's square. a really weird effect from the camera lens yeah. happening there i think he's trying to go it, ultra it wide squished exactly exactly anyway whatever okay so you can pivot it yeah so project sophia is a must-see concept desk for gaming in the future. Well, Razer does this all the time at CES. Every time they're in Vegas, they're like, project time. And then they put uh -huh. it, some kind of name on it. Like, and they will maybe get to it and have an official launch later. Sophia project. Or then, then they'll call it something else at that point. Mm -hmm. They've done this in the past. All right, show the video because I actually just briefly saw this concept. Modular gaming desk. Ooh. Cool. All Look right. Look at that. All right. All right. I get it. Desktop power in your desk. So you build your entire gaming PC into the desk. In the monitor, everything clips right into it. The GPU, interchangeable, camera, streaming equipment, touchscreen, digitizer, productivity launcher, team communication, RGB all over the place. Mm -hmm. 
RGB, all of it. Project Sophia. Yeah, man. That's a cool idea. I mean, we've seen, obviously, DIY desk PCs on YouTube. Mm -hmm. happen all, but obviously, in those cases, it's a one-off type of situation. Not anybody can buy it, and it's labor-intensive. Some of them come out pretty cool. They're more custom. What's the word? Bespoke. Those are more, more sure. bespoke. Yeah. Anyway, this is presumably Super something, futuristic. if they go through with it, something you could buy. And you just slap your fresh GPU in there, and the whole PC is inside the desk. It's fully modular for upgrades and whatever pieces you want to add to it. Uh, there's like a slot where your keyboard and the, here's the thing. How I'm curious how big that slot is, big enough for the keyboard and mouse, I guess so. It looks like a glass surface because there's all this touch-based uh, stuff underneath of it. Mm -hmm. It's just a concept at the moment. That's important to note. Uh, but here are some of the some of the specs that it's supposedly going to be capable of. It's, it's supposed to mimic an actual gaming tower config. Uh -huh. So your display options will be 65-inch OLED or 77-inch OLED. The entire back of the desk will be covered in this display. Processor will be the latest from Intel. You'll be able to choose the latest NVIDIA GPU. 13 separate modules on there, modular. Chroma RGB lighting. Custom PCB, magnetic chassis, and glass desktop. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I would say about it is the really big screen. I don't know. Am I sitting too close to a 65-inch display? No, no. Okay. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Never mind. I was a little... Con I feel like I'm a little close to it, no? Yeah. Well, this is the future. Okay. All right. When we're just going to be uh, right. sitting in front of these. You're talking screens. about immersion. Yes. Definitely. Immersion. I'm still learning. Okay, yeah. About immersion. No, I love Get it. Get on yeah. it. Send us, send us the first concept. We'll put it, we'll do it in the studio. I'll sit in front of 65 inch. I'll, I'll get immersed. For sure. I'll convince myself. Samsung's new TV remote uses radio waves from your router to stay charged. Are you a router guy or a router guy? Because we like talking about pronunciation here. You ever heard router before? Oh, what about route versus route? Like, which route do you want to take or which route do you want to take? What do you go for? That got Mo's attention all the <laughs> way down there. He is all the way at the other end of the studio. I heard him go, hmm. He was thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, I would probably say route. Like, okay. let's take this route. Mm -hmm. But then I would definitely say router instead of router. <laughs> Who says router? People say router. <laughs> <laughs> People say it, man. Oh, no, so don't good. do that. Don't do that. Oh, God. Root. Right? If that word is root and you put an R on it, root. what do you have? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're not wrong there. <laughs> I get it. I don't say it, but uh, somebody says it, man. Yeah. Somebody. I think in, in, uh, in England, in, Britain, in the UK, I think they say rooter. No. Do they? Yeah. So you better take it, you better take it easy over there. I don't know. I yeah, mean, it might can, offend someone. You can tell us there. down in the comments. We always have too much fun with the sound of words. It's a funny word, anyway. Yeah, words are funny. Anyway, um, so you don't need batteries. I love it. Eco remote charges from solar energy. I want more. I want more of this. I never forget. I'm a kid, and I got the calculator, and I never got to worry about it. Or I had, I had plenty of watches that were solar powered. So, uh, let's see. R, R, but this is not solar. Wait a second. Is it? 
Uh, it uses uh, solar energy. Yeah, that's weird. But then they're saying RF harvesting capabilities. From your, from your router. Yeah, like the previous eco-remote, this one can be charged with solar energy, but Samsung has also added RF harvesting capabilities that let the remote preserve its charge by collecting routers' radio waves and converting them to energy. Okay, that's nutty. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not nutty, but it's cool. Aside yeah, from the RF harvesting option, the eco-remote can be charged from both outdoor and indoor. So it's just, it's just always charged. It's got so many options here. You can even just charge it over USB-C if you choose to. The idea is ditching disposable batteries, uh, uh, AAA batteries. They're saying it can avoid 99 million discarded batteries over the course of seven years. That's a lot of batteries. In those remotes. Yeah. Yeah. I find myself looking for a AAA here and there. Uh-huh. So, and it does and seem... And they need two most of the time. It does seem goofy, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Now that they bring it up, why are we always... And why some, are those things not rechargeable? Most people use their phones as remotes as well. Yeah, there's a lot. Streaming services. No, I like, I like this better. I like a dedicated remote, and I like a solar. Man, how does it make you feel that those radio waves can be used to charge up an entire remote? Oh, that, that's cool, but... They're charging you up. They're charging you up. Yeah, I'm always charged then. Charging you up, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this one, this was, I saw this was flying on Twitter. People love this. This is the most loved thing at CES so far. Yes. The color-changing uh, BMW. This is new color-changing paint technology. And this car goes from like a, and I know in this GIF, it's showing it kind of as a wave, but it can, you can just hit a button and go from a charcoal gray car to a, a white car and you're going to see it happening this was posted on tiktok this is the number one story out of ces right now people love it this is very cool and obviously the tech is very cool but you can't help but immediately think about <laughs> the potential uses for this technology as far as disguising your uh -huh. vehicle in public oh yeah for sure because if you think about it anytime something takes Chameleon. place and and like, say, for example, there's a description of a car goes out. The cops are looking for it. It's always the color. Mm -hmm. We're looking for a, you know, we're looking for a white BMW. It's like, no, it's a color. Ch you can picture the Marvel movie already. No, it's a, it's not a white BMW. It's a green BMW, you know? Yeah. But the way that it happens is also incredible. It's not instantaneous. It's like a, it's like a nice little pulse. It's like a. A nice little fade mm -hmm. into the... It's like it's uh, shape-shifting or something. Except for the gas cap or, the sorry, the charge port. Obviously, this must be electric. Electric, yes. The so, uh, BMW i8? iX. They don't even make the i8 anymore. An innovative paint. Yeah, scroll down a little bit. Let's the same thing about the okay. tech. So what do you think it is? Some sort of organic thing? Or okay. is it e-ink? So I've been looking at uh, a few articles. They're kind of different. Some people say that it's thermal, that it's activated through thermal. Okay. Um, and some other people say that it's uh, e-ink. E-ink, okay. So Well, it must be a reason why they went from, like, there's no color pigment. It just goes from white to light to dark. Yeah. White to not quite black. So... If if you could do vibrant colors, you'd assume they do like blue to green or sure. 
yellow or and something. And this lo this looks like the E in color. It's like a dark gray. Whatever, right? man. It's really cool. It looks amazing. I'm picking that color. If they give me the option for the color change, light dark car. You like this one? I'm I'm saying I take it because it's two for one. Okay. You just you feel like you know what I want the car to be more stealth today. I go dark and I go back to light. It's amazing, yeah. man. All with the press of a button. Technology is really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, did you put a light bulb in this show? Yeah, it's really creepy though. All that's right, go all. ahead, go ahead. There's a a smart light bulb that's called uh, the brand is called Sangled. Oh yeah, we did a video. Sangled? We did a video with those. Yeah, but apparently this one um, tracks your sleep, what? and your health. What? How? Using radar. Hmm. <laughs> So, like, are you moving around type of thing? Yeah. So, it kind of tracks not where you are, but the fact that there's activity in the room. Sure. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're uh, stirring about. Mm-hmm. So, what does it say here how it does? I guess the fitness tracker I wear overnight earns even, even more intimacy, but it's usually tucked under the covers. A sleep tracking light bulb would have the higher ground. <laughs> well, it's not a camera. I mean, it doesn't know what type no. of movement you're doing. Yeah, there's no doing. cameras there. But it can detect, I guess, maybe heat signatures and knowing, like, if you have a fever or something. Yeah, or how many people are in the bed. Sure. Maybe yeah. it would know that, too. Your yeah. light bulb. It's just weird. Serving you. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. It's, it's increasingly difficult to stand out like this segment the smart light bulb segment hmm. is jam-packed yes it's jam-packed it's a hundred different companies so they're like i don't know let's try this one out uh -huh. okay let's see what it says the bulb claims to read heart rate body temperature and other vital signs through entirely non-invasive sensors it uses radar instead of passive infrared meaning it can read through materials and detect more subtleties Ideally, the higher sensitivity would allow for the light bulbs to detect different people seeing movement through textiles and other complexities of off-skin health tracking. A collection of smart health monitoring light bulbs connect via Bluetooth mesh to create a virtual map in your home relying on several points of view for complete health tracking. <laughs> to be clear, the light bulb doesn't have a camera or anything built in. It can, can't see or record you, just sense you. It's interesting. <laughs> Do you want your light bulb to track you like that? I'm not. I know they're saying it's creepy. I'm not really creeped out only because it's not the type of data that is especially creepy the way I'm imagining it. It's okay. more blunted and vague. It's just, it's just your signature of you having been there, which in my house isn't really going to tell you all that much. Yeah. You're I just, guess for security, that might help. Go ahead. The fact that it can detect uh, when you left, maybe mm. a certain time, and then if there's like another heat signature there, or some sort of like yeah. moving element, that's Honestly, not supposed to be. On there. the creep factor, and I don't know how well it was going to work for health monitoring. I'm skeptical, but on the creep factor, with all the assistants that are in your in your house, all the so list, your creep factor is low. It's a low creep factor. Okay. All, all think about. I'm saying oh, yeah, I compared get it. Yeah, to yeah. all the listening devices sure, yeah. and microphones and uh, unless this Cameras. thing has a, yeah, unless this thing has a hidden camera in it, it's uh, one of the more subtle, one of the more gentle <laughs> trackers. Yeah, that's the next iteration. 
Oh, you know what's weird about this? This is the Matt Damon crypto ad. Yeah. Uh, what's weird about it is I saw it a long time ago. This exact ad was promoted to me on Twitter way before it became a news story. Like maybe like a month ago they were testing it. Oh, okay. And I was like, hmm, that's funny. I saw it as a promoted tweet. And but now it blew up and everyone's talking about it because they uh what is it? Crypto.com that did it? Yeah. Yeah. So crypto.com uh compared, did this ad with Matt Damon, paid him a boatload of money, and they compared crypto investors to pioneers in other areas, particularly like the Wright brothers and Galileo moon landing, or I don't know, whatever yeah. like some massive accomplishment. The theme being that fortune favors the brave. In other words, as a crypto trader, you are one of these brave people. Sure. Uh, to be compared with all these other folks. I Listen, I understand that, that people are cr being critical of this. Uh, I like his outfit, by the way, in this. <laughs> He's very crypto in this. No, it's just so comfy. Yeah. He's... Uh, like, what do you think about it? Anyway, I'm not, don't get sidetracked, all right? Stop side, <laughs> stop sidetracking, Will. Very sleek. Anyway, um, I think I would wear the same, exact same thing if they asked me to do this. Like, that's the thing. I think so, yeah. The bottom line, I'd wear the exact same thing. Anyway. Astronauts. <laughs> it's a big budget commercial, and Crypto.com has been spending a fortune anyway. They bought the building over there. It used to formerly Staples Center, yep. right? That's them. Um... What can I say about this? It, all, all ads do this thing of exaggeration. That's kind of the job of it. Yeah, it's almost like a they embrace the meme. It's subtle, but oh, I don't not? know about that. This I, is a meme. This I, can't be. I don't real. I don't know about that. I'm. I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. What I'm saying is. Well, yeah. I mean, it is real. What I, What I'm saying is <laughs> it that is an ad. What I'm saying is that exaggeration is the expectation that you're going to make the, make it seem like a way bigger deal than it is because you're advertising your thing. Mm -hmm. It's why you're, yeah, spending, you want to make it a big deal. But, and they've, they've effectively gotten a big deal here. Now it's maybe they've got more negative feedback than they expected. Uh, or maybe this is a, like you said, maybe the whole thing is planned. I mean the Wright brothers. <laughs> no, I know it's it's. You're right. It does. It does. Now that you mention that, it does seem like maybe they knew that people would chop it up. Yeah, it's um, just so extravagant that, you know, just might as well have fun with it. Is this their quote? Twenty five countries, five continents, a world renowned director, an Academy Award winning actor, one audaciously brave concept. Yeah, they're having fun with it. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, whatever. I don't know. I'm not mad. I, uh, I'm not mad all that much anymore. And uh, I, and I'm definitely not mad at Matt Damon. Whatever, dude. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, he probably got this crazy offer. And he's like, what are you doing? What even happens on your website? And they're like, well, you know, people trade crypto. And he's like, all right. Well, it's up to them. <laughs> all right. <It's> up <laughs> Let's to, do it. It's up to them. They trade crypto. It's funny. It's more of a, I think the people who are, ah, whatever. You want to be mad, be mad, whatever. I, I, yeah, do your thing. Oh, what's the difference if he, if he promotes sugar water, right? What's the difference if it's Coca-Cola? Uh-huh. And, 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 and he's like, he's like, have a good time. Have, you know, 
enjoy yourself, drink Coca-Cola. And everyone's like, well, okay. They, it's just that we're not used to it yet. Yeah. It's not established just yet. We're not used celebrities to it yet. and this new frontier. But, but like, you know? but here's the thing. It's advertising. All right. You live, you work, you earn money and you decide what you're going to do with it and how you're going to entertain yourself. Uh-huh. And if you're one of these people that finds it very entertaining to track and trade and watch crypto and goof around with crypto, then that's your prerogative. Yeah. And then in that case, you're trying to decide where and how you're going to do that. If you like to drink sugar water, that's your prerogative. If you like to uh, gamble on sports with all, I mean, the, the sports betting sites are exploding right now. COVID sort of helped with all this stuff. Uh-huh. People, people aren't in. People pick their the things they're enthusiastic about. Yeah, you know. One thing I will say on the crypto front is it is incredibly addictive. You had your own version, your own experience with that. Mm -hmm. And so, so just like everything else in life, take it easy. You keep your head on as you engage in this stuff. If I go bet on a basketball game, sure. Like I'm gonna try to be responsible about it. The the extent to which I would do such things, you gotta find some balance there. And I mean, same thing goes for the crypto stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah, if you can't find the correct balance, then don't blame Matt Damon. Yeah, and he's a healthy guy. It's not like he needs like the money. It doesn't seem like it. Well, like, he's I, making movies. Well, I don't. Yeah, he was in the latest movie. Yeah, but this gotta be more than movie. This gotta be more than movie money. Like the way the just the way crypto.com is throwing it around mm -hmm. right now is on some other level. Like the, the, the those stadium naming rights, what do they spend on that? Yeah. Too too much. So they the, they're making money. Mhm. Mm they're not broke. No. They're throwing it around. They might be throwing around more than movie money. I don't care, man. You know what I mean? Like I don't that's the thing. Yeah. It's, uh, do your thing, Matt. Do your thing, Matt. Damn, you're an actor. That's what you do. You act. Yeah. You act. You're known for acting. They say, okay, go, go. That's the funny part too, isn't it? Mm. Trying to separate the two because there's Matt Damon, the human, and Matt Damon, the actor. Is he playing a role there or is he being Matt Damon? I feel like he's a, an actor here. He's an actor there. Yeah. He's having fun with it. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of it, right? As an actor, you get to be both. Uh huh. You get to play the role, but then you can go on some humanitarian cause and be like, no, I'm Matt Damon right now. He probably wrote the script. I'm Matt Damon right right now. I'm actual Matt Damon. I'm doing this great thing for the world, and I'm Matt Damon showed up. He announces it every time. He's like, Matt Damon is here. And you're like, we're like, whoa, not the actor. But then he can do a crypto.com and be like, listen, I was yeah, playing. He can pick and choose. I was playing crypto guy. That's why I was wearing all black. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, that makes sense. It sure does. That's not you. That's Crypto Matt. Yeah. We all know Crypto Matt. Eminem buys Bored Ape Yacht Club Ethereum NFT for 450K. The Grammy Award winning rapper now owns an ape that looks a lot like Eminem. Yeah. Oh. So you know how um, the Yacht Club yeah, works, yeah. right? Yeah. Randomly generated. Um, this guy was holding it um, for Eminem like mm. a while ago. Because it does look like him. Like yeah, in a way, well, right? Yeah. He I has guess. the cap on the and cap, he has yeah. the chain. I um, mean, a cap and chain is all you need for Eminem. 
uh, sure. Okay. Um, and Eminem bought it. Hmm. I guess he they went through like a third party. Yeah. Um, to help him secure the the ape. Yeah. Look the, at the cost. One, two, three, dot four, five ETH. That's it. S that's nice. That's uh, that goes yeah. go, goes. It flows, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has made it his profile picture now on Twitter. He appears to have collected at least fifteen NFTs so far on OpenSea under the name Shady Holdings. Eminem is one of the best-selling musical artists of all time. I don't know if you knew that. Well, I didn't know. Two hundred twenty million records worldwide. I don't think he's bothered too much by the one, two, three, dot four, five ETH. No, that he had to spend for it. And then uh, the I guess this is the guy who sold it. He says, "I'm living in a simulation. Thank you, Eminem, for buying my ape and joining the club. Madness. Let me write a lyric in your next single. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe, I mean, congrats. Uh, you know, maybe Crypto.com can get Eminem for their next commercial now. He's just rapping now that he's into on the top of Crypto.com Stadium." Now that he's part of the club. Yeah. Does that, so that really says Eminem to you, that ape right there? Uh, he looks, or this ape looks the closest. Oh, okay. Based on other generated ones. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just want to see what other NFTs he bought. Okay. <laughs> really? Not too pricey, these other NFTs. This, uh, this new NFT. Oh, why is his Wait. new ape not even there? Yeah, I'm confused. Anyway, uh, he's got a Jay-Z NFT, apparently. I mean, are we certain that this is his OpenSea account, this Shady Holdings thing? That's what uh, the site directed to. All right, well, yeah. In the future, we're all apes. In the past, we're definitely all apes. Oh, yeah. In the future, we might be apes all over again but we never stop being apes i guess can't stop won't stop we're just bored apes now <laughs> on a yacht in a club for one two three got four five ETH. just do it responsibly all right yeah. whatever you're doing do it responsibly get it together keep it together do the right thing financial advice not financial okay. advice shout out matt damon <laughs> do your thing man <laughs>